At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is Finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. We begin our number two, Betting Across America, alongside West Reynolds. I am Dave Ross, we're sponsored by BetMGM Sports. You know, we're sitting here at Circa, and we're looking at the numbers, and of course, keeping an update on what's going on at the RBC. Because this is historic mm-hmm. that we're about to witness. Justin Rose stuffed his approach shot to a believe four feet on 17. I don't know if he's made it. He, he, he has. He is uh, 11 under, by the way, on his round today. So <laughs> a par is going to give Justin Rose a 59. But that is still, you know, he was far back at least to start the day. But Rory McIlroy, meanwhile, eight under par through 12 holes. He is currently at 19 under. Uh a decent approach there, probably well, going to be. The way he's been putting. Yeah, I know. He just gimme. made a 40-footer as we went to break last time. So what we're talking about here, people, again, I, I took Wyndham Clark pre-beginning uh, of the day here 20-1. to 1. And if you're a guy like me, the handicap was the way he played and finished out round three. Mm-hmm. Let's see how the final group goes with McElroy, yeah, Thomas, you, and, and you know what? You kind of have to take a chance a little bit because it's like, okay, I know I'm going against Rory and Finau but and you Thomas. Know how those, sometimes those super yeah. good sputter. Yeah, they have done anything yeah. but sputter. So it, it has yeah, been a super ex- group. Exactly, it's hard to it's hard to value. Mm-hmm. So, uh, by the way, Justin Rose, we will keep a monitor of that, even though he is not going to end up winning this golf tournament. Set history. If he pars eighteen, he's fifty nine. That's the thirteenth score below fi- uh, sixty in PGA Tour history. A birdie. That's going to tie Jimbo Furyk. Unbelievable. Okay, so the best round ever in the history of the PGA Tour is Jim Furyk's fifty eight, mm-hmm. which he did at Hartford. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Justin Rose can equal that 58 if he birdies 18, and that's with two bogeys on the card, which, yes. as, to your point, yes. has never happened in the history of the PGA Tour. So we're going to see history there. This this from Justin Ray at Justin Ray Golf, who's an invaluable resource. If you're a golf better and love these factoids, I would encourage you to follow him. He joins us on long shots at least once or twice a year. So a par at the last hole, that's going to be the first sub-60 round on the PGA Tour of multiple bogeys. The first sub-60 round that has a six on the scorecard. The first sub-60 round with three eagles on the card. <laughs> and the first sub-60 round on the PGA Tour by a European player. So if you want history, Justin Rose <laughs> is giving it all to you. And, and, he's and it's like lapped. the B or C story. That's what we're talking about. That's how well Rory's playing. So now, as a guy who's got that ticket, I also took a, a head-to-head Wyndham Clark against Rory McIlroy. And I was getting almost $2. Okay, and I thought, well, the, the, the value there is too good. I like the way Clark's playing. 
I don't know how Rory's going to play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Could never have expected this. Thought he played well. This is out of his mind. Yeah. Well, right. He's one back still in that ticket mm-hmm. with about uh, five, six holes still here to play. Do I root for history now and to shoe my wager and go, you know what, Rory, shoot a 57. Just go ahead and do it. Become the all-time lowest round ever in the PGA Tour or still root Hexabob, Hexabob, that Rory McIlroy somehow has one bad hole. Yeah, I mean, you're probably Uh-oh. getting to a point in Wyndham Clark that is not good off Shank. the tee. I don't know if that went in the hazard. But nevertheless, Wyndham Clark, by the way, not only playing to stay in contention, but he is not in the Open Championship yet. So the top two finishers, by the way, at the RBC that are not in the Open in St. Andrews here in about a month and a half get those spots at St. Andrews. So Wyndham Clark currently scheduled to get one of those spots. I think Keith Mitchell, I believe, would get the other one, and he is currently T9, 10 under par. But it is, it's fascinating what's happening here. It's, it's a point well stated that this is exactly what the PGA Tour, they couldn't have asked for anything more. No, this has been a really good, oh. because look, when I looked at handicap in breaking down this event, this week it was very strong at the top with Rory Justin Thomas Sam Burns in the field Scotty Scheffler in the field Cameron Smith in the field and it was kind of a little bit weak in the middle so Mm -hmm. you're like okay are these guys because that's always the danger the week before a major with some of these top players that elect to play because some top players have different philosophies some like to prepare in the comfort of their own home course or maybe get to the course early whatever the major championship venue is for that week so some are probably already playing and in Boston at Brookline right now and some like the competition like tiger always liked to take the week off yes he never played and, the and week phil more often than not would play the week before mm-hmm. so you He's know play down in houston so, so you wonder if these guys okay are they going to play that well it's tough to bet them at a short price week well, before the major and here they all are a couple of them are right there on the leaderboard Well, that was my next question for you because again when you look at the guys that we're seeing now and, you know, like some people are going to say, hey, it's, it's golf. It's not football. It's a leisure activity. It's not a sport, right? You've heard those debates too. So how much could it really take out of you four days from now to play at Brookline Mass, which, again, we'll figure out how the mm-hmm. course setup looks. But you do wonder, like Justin Thomas, man, he's going for everything. Rosie's going for everything. Rory's playing out of his mind. These are guys that we major champions that we talk about. Finau, I'm sure, will be a popular pick even if he doesn't win today. Because of how well he's playing, Sam Burns will be another guy with the year he's had, the way he's playing still, and the form that he has. Does it take anything out of these guys? Because, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's easy yeah. for us to say as we sit here and watch that they're going to go play in Boston in four days, and those conditions mentally, they beat you up at a U.S. Open. No, absolutely. So, look, you never not want to have momentum. I mean, right. obviously you win Rather the week before, ball. you know, cause it's like, okay, maybe I can just keep this rolling. You know, the fact that, and this scores are so low, it's going to make it look like the, you know, that this course was like easy. It was not necessarily no. easy. These are very narrow fairways with very thick rough. I mean, it's not quite us open conditions. No. I mean, us, I mean, I think next week, the, the score, and I'm usually bad. That's one of the worst things I do in golf handicapping is predicting the final score of what it's going to be. Cause I always feel, like I'm too high but at the U.S. Open I think the winning score is probably going to be closer to par than it is and that's what the USGA wants they want you know they want it close to par maybe just a couple or a few under to be there instead of uh uh you know instead of getting to like 10 under 15 under no no, I, I totally agree and again the idea that this golf course this is like we saw this too before we got to Tulsa for the PGA Championship uh, the week before the setup was similar, mm-hmm. right? And they said, well, this is just going to be, you know, that's that Tulsa was going to be, I believe it was the Colonial the week before. Mm-hmm. It was going to be the Colonial on steroids. Yeah. That's the way this is going to set up too. So the tour is being smart about this, that they set up the RBC to mimic a little bit, not as tough, yeah. but to mimic the conditions that you're going to see next week uh, at Brookline Mass. So take that into effect into your handicapping here, people, when you look ahead, because... This is going to be similar. It's going to be tougher, but again, similar to what they're seeing today. Not going to be a completely Mm -hmm. different golf course that has no correlation to the U.S. Open. It will correlate to some degree here to what you might see next week. So that's going to be the interesting part for me. We'll find out about the conditions in Boston. Uh, Carl Paulson, by the way, will join us again uh, on Lombardi Line this week. And Carl does that very well, Mm -hmm. where he'll set those those numbers for you. Because I like to get a gauge, and I would say to Carl before the PGA, Hey, is this going to be a double digit? He goes, no way. There's no way the winner's at the PGA Championship is going to be in double digits. And yeah. lo and behold, the winner, Justin Thomas, finishes fourth round at five under. So right on, right on point there. 
you're right. The U.S. Open would like that to play even tougher. And traditionally yes. what that does is it discounts the lesser class players, if you will, in the world. It will let the cream rise to the top. The better the player, they want the tougher conditions. Yeah, absolutely. So that's why sometimes you look because, at some of those long shots, you go, they because might not that, have that's a That's what always kind of separates, uh, I don't want to be cliche here, the men from the boys. But look, John Rahm last year, who I was on, and he was kind of a short price, about 11, 12 to 1, but he won at Torrey Pines. And, you know, he still, he had to birdie 17 and 18, by the way, to, to win that Louis U.S. Ustazen. Open. Yeah, to beat Ustazen. And we know Bryson DeChambeau, he got to the back nine and he was leading at the turn. And then all of a sudden he faded away as Tony Finau with a nice little two there to get tied for it's second. Like you forget about Tony Finau. He's I only know, two he, back. Him and Rose are the guys that I have pre-flop here. So uh, we shall see uh, what is going to happen. But Rory McIlroy is probably going to have to come to the field for these guys to have a chance. Wyndham Clark had a punch out, as we mentioned. He had uh, kind of shanked his tee ball a little bit, so he's going to have to get up and down to save par to have any chance. But he's four back of McElroy now, so it looks like he's fading. Justin Thomas right now has got a birdie putt on 13. He could get it back to within two mm -hmm. of Rory McElroy. It's about an eight-footer here for JT, and that's going to go That's going to go oh. right off the right edge. <laughs> so these guys are chasing, but Rory is just looking rock solid at 19 under par mm -hmm. as he plays the 13th. There is a good chance, people, that we're going to see history twice. Justin Rose, which you mentioned at the beginning of the segment, the first guy to have two bogeys and shoot sub-60 if he can par 18. And Rory McIlroy, who has got a chance, people. Now I'm rooting for it. Rory McIlroy has got a shot to shoot 57 today and shoot the all time low round well there yeah we we did the old announcer jinx there because that he just yeah he just missed a par putt here at i believe uh, i believe that's number 12 that he is currently on so he misses at the par three at the 13th so now oh, all of a sudden oh. just a two-shot lead so the live numbers are going to switch because remember tony finau just made that nifty little boat a uh, birdie jt just missed his his birdie putt these guys will be two back with mm -hmm. plenty of holes to play. I don't want to say game on, but it felt like I was ready for the coronation. Yes. And let's go for history. Yeah. Now, if you're Rory, get it to the house. I don't care who you are. It's still hard to win out here and hard to finish these off. So now uh, Rory McIlroy going to take a four here at the par three. That is going to drop him to, I believe, to a two-shot lead. Still minus $3 at BetMGM. Justin Thomas, 4-1. to one. Tony Finau, 7-1. to one. They are at 16-under. Rose, probably going to be the low man in the clubhouse, but he is currently, I believe, like a 1,000-to-1 here. <laughs> Wyndham Clark is at 15-under. He is still 66-to-1. But essentially, it's the final pairing where the winner is more than likely to come today. I need Wyndham Clark to get up and down on 14. If he does and he'd be three back, you have the slightest of windows to get into that mix. What a final round we're watching right before our very eyes at the rbc canadian open again remember the u.s open is just four days away by the way justin rose went over the green on his approach on 18. he needs to get up and down mm -hmm. to make that history we'll tell you if he did it when you come back with us right here betting across america on vsin the sports betting now At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, oh, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my from this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know... Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a Challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and Challenge All-Star. And speaking of All-Stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of Challenge Champion. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM is all of your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today or stop by any MGM casino on the strip your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of age or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Going to have the King of New York, Will Hill, join us in the next segment from New York City. Get his pulse of what's going on in New York and beyond. But Wes Reynolds, do you believe in jinxes? I do. I am superstitious. So we had said, it, it's not that Justin Rose is going to come looking for us. Mm-hmm. But all he had to do was par 18 at the RBC Canadian Open, and he would have set the history that I thought we eloquently laid out, which was he would be the first player ever in the history of the PGA Tour to have a sub-60 round with at least two bogeys on the card. Yes. He added a third bogey. So he ends up shooting 60, ties the course record here at St. George's, just about 30 minutes west of Toronto. Nevertheless, uh, currently in fifth position, minus 14, a 60. Best round he's had in a long time because Rose is kind of in that crossroads of his career now. He's got that one major championship, but you feel like he should have had more. But he's got, you know, plenty of wins around the world. So... Your hope, you're, you're, you're trying to see, okay, does he have something left? Does he have great golf left? And that's one of the reasons I think that he has not yet gone over to the Live Tour because I think he really wants to make that one last Ryder mm. Cup team. That, by the way, is going to be next year at Marco Simone Golf Club over in Italy 2023. And who is that Ryder Cup captain? That would be Justin Rose's best friend, Henrik Stenson. Oh. So he wants his mate to pick him, but wow. he knows his mate is not going to pick him, his buddy, unless he starts to play well. That was kind of like the predicament Shane Lowry was in last time because him and Patty Harrington, the last European Ryder Cup captain, are really super close, but Lowry wasn't playing very well no. and then, you know, started to put it together. So, you know, some of these guys maybe prioritize maybe some of these guys that are older that went to this live tour like Westwood and those guys are like well I'm never going to be on a Ryder Cup team again so I might as well go but somebody like Rose that's now just in his 40s I think that's really important to him so I thought you what know a, what a round of I thought he was going to play well and I did bet him pre-flop at uh, at about 80 to 1 and he's going <sighs> to end up getting a top 5 more than likely here I mean after what Glover DeShera did last night at UFC 275 uh, at the right I know and, and God love him he's like I'm not done I'm going to probably come back how, how great was that in the, the Singapore crowd I was just taken yeah. by their energy yeah. and their fight knowledge because usually when they get old I'm like you know step away man right. look out for your health we saw Yolanda and Jay Chick retired last night left her gloves in the ring after a, 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 a very good fight and a very oh, good man. game effort from Joanna but uh got uh, back fisted by Jean Wally and and just uh, you know did the old remember the old Ric Flair face oh, plant and by that, the way first time ever in the history of the UFC where a in a, in a women's fight that we had a spinning back fist yeah. to get the KO victory. Yeah, yeah, it's been a, it's been a while. Uh, so uh, that'll be a highlight reel for oh. John and Joanna uh, retired. So then you're like, okay, Glover. Glover was gonna win the fight if he doesn't get finished because look, I thought Prohashka. I was like, man, he's gonna like 
you know, if, I it's he's going to end it early. Yes, I thought so and, too. And Glover was taking him down. And I even said that on your first strike program. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, if this goes a little longer, this may favor this guy because the Czech fighter Yuri has not been in these deep waters. But you know what it turned out to be? It was really great card, actually, all really around. Was. You never know when a great card is really going to come. It's oftentimes the one with the hype kind of fails to deliver and then the one it's kind of like eh, it's okay maybe it could be good well, it was, turns out to be that was the best main event in ufc i've seen since that john jones alex gustafson uh, first Sweden, fight that they had that's yeah one of the best that, fights that, of all that time. was a terrific main event last night and and i thought you know a good co-main too valentina oh, Shevchenko got Santos. taken into very deep waters last night Certainly deeper than I would have expected. Santos, I think, has earned a rematch. No question about it. Wes, by the way, it was a pleasure having you on First Strike. Shameless plug. Check out First Strike each and every week here on VEASAN and also wherever you listen to your podcast. Also do First Strike First Look on Tuesdays to try to get you the best of those numbers as they change. To that point, on First Strike First Look with Nick Kalikas, who sets the numbers here at Circus Sportsbook, I mentioned that I really like the over uh, three and a half rounds in mm-hmm. that co-main event in that five-round title fight between Shevchenko and Santos. That got steamed all the way up to about minus $1.80 by the time. And that did cash, but you didn't get the best of the number. And that's why we try to do those exercises. To your point about Glover, and you know we're making this comparison with Justin Rose, once you get in your 40s, I'm not saying 40 is the new 30 in every individual sport. Yeah. But it might be even more impressive because, again, it was Daniel Cormier who was doing the interview with, with Glover to share and said, hey, 42. And, and Glover said, how do I look? Do I yeah. look old? He goes, no, no you he, look great. He didn't look beat up. And he, he was just in a five-round war with this and guy. And he said, I think I'm going to keep going. And the, and the Singapore fans, like in wrestling, yeah. with a big pop for him. But you know when I knew I was in trouble for the over? Because I played the under one and a half rounds. When they did the handshake, Glover and Yuri Prohoshka, mm-hmm. and Glover shook hands with him. You know what he said? Let's have some fun. Mm-hmm. And I went, Fun? Yeah. What are you talking about? Against this, is, this like killing machine from this, the Czech Republic. This is war. This is hand-to-hand combat for almost 25 minutes. And Glover looks at that as fun. Mm-hmm. That's when you know you're built differently. Your yeah. mind is different. Some guys peak later in their careers. And Glover Teixeira certainly has done that. I think he probably at least earned a right for a rematch. And at least like another big payday. Although Yuri Prohoshka, by the way, has said that Jan Pohovic would be next. And that is the guy uh, that uh, Glover Teixeira beat to win the belt. I have no problem with that either. But, yeah. boy, a rematch with Glover, the eyeballs on that will be through the roof. But Yuri Prohoshka is the new light heavyweight champion of the world after getting a stoppage with just over 30 seconds to go in the fifth and final round last night. I don't know how you could see that coming. Yeah. How you could predict a fifth-round sub for Yuri Prohoshka. Mm-hmm. The numbers must have been astronomical to your point. I thought I fight saw, that Glover was going to win. I thought I saw like it was like 3000 or something. I mean, <laughs> it might have varied price. It might have been even higher than that. But I even tweeted. I was like, that's the least likely outcome that just happened. Number one, Prohaska by submission, really, uh, in any round. That was like 18 to one. I mean, but especially in the fifth round, no. it's like, OK, Glover, because it looked like Glover. Now, Glover was getting hit yes. on the feed and he was taking some shots. It was a very even fight, but probably Glover was going to win three rounds rounds of two i think 48 47 maybe even 49 46 but yeah he's 28 seconds away and just that that's the beauty and the brutality of this sport you know i said it earlier in the program with james and, and femi west and this is something from the education i think of just being at vison and we're trying to make you a smarter better i had parlays that were going to cash with yuri and parlays that were going to cash with the under one and a half rounds mm-hmm. so i hedged and i took glover in the over and for a long time, I thought, that hedge is going to save me. Now, it didn't, and Yuri gets the un- unlikable stoppage, which helped cash some of my other tickets yeah. that I had for Hoshka. But that's kind of the point, people. If you get to a situation where you map out a card, like in, let's say in UFC, and you've got tickets that are going to close, some threes and fours and fives, do not be afraid to hedge. Because if, if Glover had held on for the last 30 and I didn't hedge, mm-hmm. I would have been really mad at myself. If Prohoshka lost a decision, which he was on the way to losing, yes. unless he gets the stoppage. So I think what we try to do, it's harder to do, I think, in golf. I really do think it's harder to hedge, yeah. maybe in a final round Sunday. If, But you can, but it's almost like you have to wait for the live numbers to, to populate to be right. 
And I think that's the value, though, in hedging. I, I, you'd love to find a middle. It's hard to find middles in golf and in UFC, individual it, sports. Yeah, it is. I mean, and it depends on, you know, how many you played pre-flop. Like, if you, you know, if you have three or four on the leaderboard and then the one guy, it's kind of the fly in the ointment for you getting an outright winner, you then it. you can get involved that's a little right. bit. But, yeah, if, if, if you can in-game, and I wish more books would do this, where it's like, okay, can I in-game and, you know, get at least a reduced payout if I bet a guy to win and maybe finish his top three and and place it out? I, I know a lot of the overseas books do that. I wish they would adopt that here in the States. Let me ask you just theoretically here, Wes, get into your mind a little bit. If you have, let's say, next week at the U.S. Open, because I think you and, and Brady do as good a job as anybody in the country of looking at these events on long shots each and every week and find value. Let's say you get to a Sunday and you've got three of the four up there mm -hmm. and the book offers you a, you a buyout. Mm -hmm. What's your theory on, on accepting buyouts versus letting it ride? Yeah, I mean, obviously everything depends on the circumstances, but, you know, depends on how much you have wagered and how much, you know, the ticket is. You know, mm -hmm. if you're edging like some little short price, no, just let it go because it's not going to break you. But if this is something like triple digits to one or Oof. something and you got a real long shot, then, yeah, you probably that that's never been in that situation before to win a major championship or anything like that then maybe you probably do a small hedge i know that was a big debate when yeah. uh, uh mito Pereira was there in the pga and rufus peabody had a hedge keep in mind rufus peabody's bankroll is not the same as the average better's <laughs> bankroll right. so you know there is no hey you're some said you're right or you're wrong you got to go by your individual bankroll mm -hmm. so i mean you know rufus didn't hit mito Pereira, but uh you know he wasn't starving the next morning he was able to have a nice breakfast i think it's a, a great way to look at it depending on your situation yeah then then you should decide whether or not the right move is to hedge. Right now, all systems go for Rory McIlroy. Two-shot lead right now over Tony Finau and Justin Thomas, but still a lot of golf to go. But it looks like JT just spun in a birdie to get to within one yeah, one-shot lead now. Wow. We'll have the King of New York, Will Hill, next right here on the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The VSIN Summer Special is here. For only $39, you get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. The next few months are going to be filled with the best betting content in the biz right here at VSIN.com. Subscribers are going to have access to all of it, including Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets. Jonathan Von Tobel's got you covered all the way through the NBA Finals. Same thing for Anna McNeil with the Stanley Cup Finals. Got lots of NFL preseason, not to mention continued best bets, premium articles in golf, UFC, and NASCAR. So if you want that full VEASAN experience, and who doesn't, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Point Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools, and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VEASAN.com slash summer. I chuckle Wes Reynolds because I look up and I see Wyndham Clark is in all kinds of hay. He is now 500 to one to win this tournament. Justin Rose is 500 to one to win this tournament. He's in the clubhouse mm -hmm. after shooting that 60. It feels like a two horse race. Roars is a, uh, Minus 200, JT plus 260. Yeah. As he's only one back. Fee now eight to one. I think BetMGM only has four guys up because Sam Burns still does have, I think, four holes yeah. to play. So maybe can go birdies on all four of the rest of the holes, but he is currently 200 to one. Woo. Let's bring in the king of New York. We love having him on the Lombardi line. We love having him on the green zone. And right now joining us on Betting Across America, Will Hill back in the house today. Will, great to have you back on. Uh, this golf has been riveting, but I do want to ask you, do you, because I know you like to, to play the golf market as well, do you correlate anything you see this week and in four short days we get ready for the United States Open up there at Brookline Mass? Do you account for the guys right now in this heated leaderboard some of the top and shortest prices you might see come Thursday? Yeah, I think it's always good to you know look at who's playing well and who's not. I, I think I, I heard, it was either Wes or Brady Cannon a couple of weeks ago saying the tournament and Memorial might have been last weekend. Uh, that course and success on that course equates with the U.S. Open pretty well. So that's one I'll obviously uh, be taking a look at as we're a few days away from uh, from the U.S. Open. So yeah, I think you know anytime you know you're looking at a, a tournament like the U.S. Open, you want to look at you know who's playing well and like I said, the uh, the course last week at the Memorial is a good one to look at as well. 
Well, uh, I want to I want to cry a little bit for the New York Brethren last <laughs> night. Of course, the Rangers eliminated in uh, by the Tampa Bay Lightning in six games. Lightning in Colorado. I'll be interested to get your take momentarily. But then I'm not as depressed for New Yorkers when I see the New York Yankees 43 and 16 best record in baseball. By the way, bottom of the seventh bases jacked. 12 to 4 up on the Chicago Cubs. Uh, tough year for the Northsiders. Uh, and then the Mets are going to be in Sunday Night Baseball tonight, playing in Anaheim against the Angels. So, uh, Will, uh, just looking at, looking at the uh, Yankees right now, and the Rays have been playing good baseball. The Blue Jays have been playing okay. Even Boston's been playing mm-hmm. better lately. But did you expect that the Yankees were going to be this far ahead at this standpoint of the season? No, I, I liked him as an over compared to, I think it was 92 and a half. Cause I thought the defense would be a lot better. The defense, that's one of those things in baseball. People don't always pay attention to that. You pay attention to starting pitching, the lineup defense. It's more of a subtle thing. You can't always put a number on it, but I thought they really, you know, getting rid of Sanchez was addition by subtraction, you know, adding kind of getting Torres off a short, uh, having a whole year of Rizzo and even Gallo for all of his issues at the plate. He's actually a pretty good outfielder. So I thought they would be better, but I mean, who, who could have expected this? They're on pace to win 119 games, <laughs> 119. And I still, I watch them every day. I'm not sure how they're doing it because, you know, you think of a 119 win team, you think of it as a team with no flaws, Gallo Hicks, you know, the shortstop, they got plenty of outs in this lineup. You know, people have compared them to the 98 Yankees just because of the record, the 98 Yankees had Scott Brosh's batting ninth hit in 300. This is not the same team with, with the depth that those Yankees teams had, but you know what? They'll make a trade. Uh, ben attendee's been rumored. Um, you know, I'm sure they'll add a reliever. I think the Mets and Yankees will both add one bat and one reliever. These teams always need relief pitching this time of year, but uh, it's been a hell of a team, a hell of a season. I don't think anyone will catch them in the East. They got a uh, stretch here in the next week or two where they play a lot of Tampa, a lot of blue Jays. I think once you get to round like September 1st, this team will have an eight, 10 game lead. And it'll just be a situation in terms of, you know, what's their magic number. I don't think we're looking at a pennant race in the AL East. I just think they're too good. They're too far ahead and their starting pitching is too good. The one issue I'd have for the Yankees, the one concern when Chapman's when he comes back and he's coming back soon, keep him away from big spots because he could sabotage this thing. You know, I, wow. even if you put him in the seventh inning, eighth inning, if it's a three, two game, he can blow the game in the seventh and eighth, just as much as the ninth. Holmes has been fantastic in the ninth. I would keep Chapman the hell away from some of these big spots. Well, speaking of the Mets, uh, should my partner here to the right of me start to be getting worried as now this game that was lead that was double digits now five and a half. The Atlanta Braves, by the way, just wrapped up a sweep of the Pirates. That is now 11 in a row for the Braves. Phillies nine game streak might come to an end. They're down eight to one in the seventh. Finally. But, uh, should Dave Ross start to get at least uh, mild concerned about the current state of the NL East. Yeah, even the Marlins have played a little better. Look, he's a Mets fan. Mets fans wake up worried, so I totally understand <laughs> yes. it. And we knew this Braves team, they were better than their record. It was a matter of time before they click. I mean, it's a really good team when you go down and, and just look at the names in the lineup between Acuna, Olsen, Riley, uh, Swanson. It's a good lineup. Is a reason they won the World Series last year. Their starting rotation's good. They got a good ball. I mean, that's a good team. So, and, and the schedule this week, I don't know if you guys noticed, they play the Nationals for three. And then they play the Cubs for three. So mm. this thing might get tighter. I think the Mets are good enough, have a big enough lead, and they have enough reinforcements coming, assuming you get Scherzer and DeGrom here within the next month, that they'll be able to hold the Braves off. But uh, this thing that looked over a week or two ago, it's not over anymore. Five and a half, it's still a comfortable lead. But uh, again, you got a lot of games head-to-head with the Mets and the Braves. And I don't know if I put the Phillies on that level just because the bullpen and the defense, but I think you're looking at a pretty good two-team race with the Mets and the Braves. If you had nothing in pocket, I I don't have the odds in front of me. If you could still get Atlanta 3-1 to to win the division, um, even if you you have the Mets and you want to take the Braves as a hedge, that's probably not a terrible bet. I think the Mets win, but I do think it's going to be a close race here. I mean, ever since 1987, disappointments Mm -hmm. come with with, with Mm -hmm. breakfast in the morning for Metropolitan fans. (laughs) Uh, Will, I do want to stay there because, you know, we have kind of said, you know, uh, there is a time to fade the Metropolitans. And I wonder now if we're finding that pocket, uh, a disappointing effort last night against the uh, Los Angeles Angels of Orange County of California. What about today? The Mets a slight favorite with Taiwan Walker against Patrick Sandoval. Do you back the A's again and fade the Mets until they can get the Calvary to come help them? Doesn't it feel like this West Coast trip has lasted like a month? Yes, it feels like they've yes. been out there for a lifetime between the Rockies, the Giants, the Dodgers, the Padres. I mean, they've been out there forever. Uh, I'm sure they'll be glad to come home. 
I don't have a play on this game. I would probably look towards an over just because Sandoval has been good, but he walks a lot of, uh, a lot of batters. There's a lot of traffic on the base pass when he pitches and Walker, some of his stats. Okay. But if you look at the, the underlying metrics, um, he's in the bottom quarter of the league. And a lot of these statistics in terms of uh, barrel percentage, mm-hmm. hard hit percentage. So some of his, his numbers suggest that uh, his performance down the stretch here might not be as good as it's been the first half of the year. So uh, I would probably lean towards an over, if anything, um, you know, last game of a long road trip for the Mets. Does that factor in here? I, I might favor the angels if anything, but uh, I don't have a play on the side. It's nine right yeah. now. And again, yeah. you saw Trouty and Shohei last night. They mm-hmm. look like they're rounding back yeah. into their form. And, and Will's point Walker's uh XFIP about close to a run and a half higher in his ERA. So maybe regression coming mm-hmm. on that side, but we'll uh, want to get your take on uh, both the final series. Now the st- we'll start with the Stanley cup finals. Uh, that's going to get started on Wednesday. Currently seeing basically minus a dollar seventy five on the Avs plus one fifty plus one fifty five take back on the Tampa Bay Lightning. I know you watched that series closely with the Rangers being involved. Uh, what do you make of the series? Tampa Bay looks like they're getting a little bit of money for Game One. Maybe just betting against the rust that the Avs might have with eight days off. Yeah, with the Rangers out of it now, I can stop going on the podcast pretending like I'm Barry Melrose. Probably won't be talking a lot of hockey. Although this is this is a great series. I mean, just look at the storylines. I'm sure the league would rather have the Rangers, but you got the, the Lightning going for three straight against the Avalanche and you know a favorite team and a team that's been in the mix here a lot. It's a great series. I was surprised that the Avalanche were almost $2 favorites to start. I thought that was a little high, uh, but I could see why the, the Lightning have, have been bet here. I would look for a longer series. I would say the Avalanche would win, but um, you know, I, I, again, I think this will be a long series. Heartbreaking for the Rangers because they're up two nothing. Mm. They're up two nothing in Game Three. Uh, the the one on Game Five on Thursday night, they had every opportunity to to win that game, and then they tie it last night and tease you. You know, tie it late one one. So tough one for the Rangers. You never know if you're going to be back. I mean, you could say, you know what, we'll be back next year. You never know. I mean, you don't have too many chances to go to a Cup final. So uh, a tough one for the Rangers, but I do think the Avalanche probably win a longer series here. Got about a, a minute to go here with the King of New York, Will Hill. Follow him on Twitter as I do at not the Will Hill. Uh, very quickly, when they wrap up these NBA Finals in August, who's going to win? I, I can't wait for the series to. I, <laughs> I like watching it. Will it just feels like we're spreading these games out. Game five tomorrow night back in the Bay Area. This thing's been topsy turvy. How do you handicap it in the best of three now? Yeah, uh, look, the league it, it's had a bad postseason with all the blowouts. Oh. They would do anything to get a Father's Day game seven a week from tonight. Warriors, a Celtics, Tatum, Curry, they would love it. So I, I think we're headed that way. I think both teams do hold serve at home. It's funny the, the Celtics have been great after a loss, bad after a win. Ever since they swept the Nets, they've basically been 500 in the playoffs. I think they're 10 and eight when you look at the Heat series, the Bucks series. Now this series, I do think it's going seven. Game seven probably be a coin flip. Uh, the Celtics have the better man for man team, but look, the Warriors have home court now and they have the best player in this series by a wide margin in terms of Curry. Absolutely amazing. What you just said though, a week from today, I know we'd finally get to a game seven. Oh my can, can they stretch it out anymore? We'll always <laughs> appreciate it. My friend we will catch up with you on Tuesday on the Lombardi line per usual. There he is everybody. The King of New York, Will Hill, follow him on Twitter at not the Will Hill. We're not done uh, by a long shot over there at the RBC. We'll update that. And also, Bad teams in the NFL, how you can make them profitable. We'll discuss when you come back with us right here, Betting Across America on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. 
Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, Call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to more than a movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose Podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my, this idea of what, do, is, that, is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know, okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. 
BetMGM is pitching baseball fans a chance to swing for the fences. On Sunday, you can place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. And you're going to receive a $10 free bet that you can use on any sport regardless of your bet's outcome. Just log into your account, download the app, and sign up with BetMGM to get a $10 free bet to use on any sport when you place a $25 one-game parlay on any MLB game. Turn game time into showtime with the king of sportsbooks. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. New and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non withdrawable free bets or set credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Mississippi, Nevada, New York, or Washington, D.C. Back here alongside Wes Reynolds, and as I read that, I now realize I've lived in New York, Washington, D.C., and Nevada, mm-hmm. not Mississippi. So I got three of the four covered of that read for the promotional offer. But uh, right now, if you're looking for anybody to get back into the mix of the RBC heritage, stop looking. Yeah. Because every time Rory McIlroy gets in the semblance of trouble, now mm-hmm. I know we jinxed him on the three-footer that he made a bogey on in the back nine. He just sticks a green yes, and just spins it back to within inches for tapping range. These are some of these recovery shots that yeah. Rory's made when he gets out of position, they're going to serve him well at the U.S. Open next week. Now, again, I, I made this point on Twitter that nobody's repeated from the RBC to the U.S. Open since 1934. There's a caveat in there that there normally is a break in between. There is not a break this year. So maybe you can read into those numbers and maybe not as historic a streak as, as the PGA Tour might want you to believe. But the fact of the matter is, the way Justin Thomas, who is the reigning PGA champion right mm-hmm. now, the way Rory McIlroy is playing as a four-time major champion, you know, it, it, golf is so timely where Scotty Scheffler was the hottest player on the planet a month ago, and by no means is he an afterthought. He played again. He played yeah. well this week. Yeah. But you just see how guys, when they get hot, elite players, when they get hot, they're almost impossible to chase down. Man, and I Rory McIlroy, oh by God. the way, hit just a disgustingly good wedge and had about a five or six footer here. And that went on the left edge. Oh, yeah, that's actually, like, that was that's not like a five footer. footer. Yeah, that was three. And he's missed a couple of those today. I expect that out of Jordan Spieth. Yeah. That's a Jordan Spieth thing. Yeah. To do. That's not a Rory McIlroy thing. Can I go on a tangent here very quickly? Yes. About Jordan Spieth. Because, again, we're talking about great players. We don't bring his name up very often anymore. I've been very critical of Jordan Spieth in our golf. When I say critical, it means that I want you to be better than because mm-hmm. I know how good you are. Um, by the way, support Roy just makes a par there. Should have been a gimme birdie. So he still has a yeah, one shot. Yeah, so that GT. price, by Whoa. the way, we'll wait to see it. I think it was kind of assumed that this guy was going to make birdie and he was minus $6. He's only got a one shot lead here with three to play. Uh, Tony Finau, by the way, two back. He had a birdie opportunity he should have made, did not get it. So Rory minus 250, JT plus two and a quarter, and then Tony Finau 10 to one. And uh, I ask you about Jordan Spieth because when you look at the golf course next week, at Brookline, Mass. And I, I mean, as if you don't know this by now, I get geeked up for these majors. Yes. I just absolutely, it's four days of bliss for me, and mm-hmm. not just as a better, but certainly just and as a golf fan. And plus at the U.S. Open, just as like a golf fan, where <laughs> it's like, goodness. because we're so used to seeing these guys just hit these unbelievably great shots, you know, and make this look so easy. And I think that maybe that's one of the reasons. Some people like the Masters the best yeah. of the majors because of the tradition. Some like the Open because of the history and the game was founded over there. And it'll be great this year because yeah, it's Yeah, and it'll St. be Andrews. great. And I love the, uh, the Open too. But yep. I've always liked the U.S. Open because the U.S. Open, I think more than any other major, it is the hardest. No doubt. And because, you know, you're not going to shoot most years. You're not going to shoot 15 under unless no. it's at Aaron Hills when the wind didn't blow. And what did Brook? what was, uh, I think it was Brooks Kepka that won that. Just, and he was like 18 under something ridiculous. Right. Yeah. So you're not going to get that probably this week at Brookline. Gil Hans, who's been kind of the go-to guys mm-hmm. on the, re- on the renovations of all these golf courses, of course, uh, was the renovator at Southern Hills. And I thought Southern Hills, Played almost like a U.S. Open and ended up doing so, certainly. But par 70, 
about 7,250 yards. So, so not, not ridiculously but, long. But tiny greens, very well bunkered. Greens are usually going to run a little faster at the U.S. Open. The rough is going to be, you know, three and a half, four, maybe even slightly above inches. So, you know, it rewards you for hitting fairways and hitting greens, uh, tight fairways and small greens here. I, the reason why I brought up Jordan Spieth, because I, I hate that that's where my brain goes. But when I see missed three-footers, I think Jordan Spieth. I look down, I see you can get him around 28, maybe 30 to 1 in some markets, maybe a little bit wider. I always say shop around. Is he the type of guy? By the way, he's not the longest guy out there. He doesn't have to be particularly long. Mm -hmm. He needs to be straight off the tee. If he can do that with his short game, right, which is still one of the best in the world, if not the best, right, you can make that argument when the putter's on, his chipping is ridiculously good. Do you think Jordan Spieth could be a chic play this week? He could. I mean, look, he can always. I know it's been the putter that has really stunk for him this year, and that's usually the best club in his bag. And that's why he's won, you know, already a few major championships because he's putted to victory, and he's just such a good scrambler mm -hmm. and a good grinder. But, you know, he's got to be straight off the tee, bottom line. And I think he's been a little bit better, you know, with he his tee to green game but not necessarily with this on the green game. And that's always the strength. So look, I mean, he's proven commodity in major championships. So you never want to really doubt him. I think going forward and he's probably, it looks like going to settle mid 20 ish price range because I'm sure he'll get enough support and you can kind of see that on the board. And by the way, right below him, Matt Fitzpatrick, who's going to end up being probably in the top eight or, or so, or at least top He'll 10 He'll be right this around week. that same price point. And Matt Fitzpatrick actually does have a win on this golf course uh, at uh, Brookline because he won the 2013 U.S. Amateur here. So he's going to be a little bit of a chic pick and, uh, you know, didn't quite get there. Was on the lead actually on Friday because mm -hmm. he was one of my future oh, plays this week. He was first when he gets to double digits. Yeah, he was 10 under par and then all of a sudden Ooh. he goes like four over in his last five holes. Just never really could get it going to stay with these guys, but it's pretty hard to stay with Rory McIlroy the way he is playing, but Thomas and Finau trying to do so. Three holes left to play. All right, I'm going to pick your brain on, on three other golfers uh, that I think will get discussed a lot. And, and one of those golfers is the X-Man, who has not broken through at a, at a major championship. But if you look at the metrics and the numbers, mm -hmm. my goodness, he's hard not to like this week. I know some people think he might be a, a top selection for some people on the board. And I'm going to put him up against a guy like Kyle Morikawa, who I never really questioned. I think he's got maybe the prettiest iron swing this side of Justin Thomas on the PGA Tour. But the putter can go awry. Mm -hmm. Between those two guys, who do you trust more? The major champion in Kyle Morikawa or the X-Man, who might have the better numbers, but is not broken through at a major scale. Probably just based on recent form, I would have to go with Sandra Schauffele, even though he has not yet won a major. But this is a guy that's played pretty solid. He does have a win this year. The, granted, it was that team event down in New yes. Orleans, the Zurich Classic with one Patrick Cantlay. But he's just been playing a little bit better. Uh, Morikawa last time out missed the cut. You look at some of his finishes before that, 40th, 55th, 29th, 26th. Now, maybe he can come out of nowhere, but... It seems like he's a guy because he's had instant success very young in his career that he still gets backed, but he is just he's just not been playing well he really hasn't. of late. His last uh top five, I believe, was uh was ten weeks ago. I think uh uh, yeah, that was at the Masters when mm -hmm. he was paired with Rory in that final round when Rory had that great chip in, <laughs> and then Morikawa went right on top of him. Amazing. That's been his best finish pretty much almost of the entire season. Another guy I want to get your thoughts on, and it was controversial, Hideki Matsuyama was DQ'd the last time we saw him on the PGA Tour for having a club face that was not uh, form-fitting to the, to the mm -hmm. specs uh, of the tour, which is a bizarre thing in and of itself. He's, uh, I'm seeing north of uh, 35 to 1. And the other guy I want to pair him against is Brooks Kepka, a guy I did play at 40 to 1. Brooksy put out a tweet last week where he just did the eyes emoji. Yeah. Because his brother is play playing on the Live Tour. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that Brooks is going to be the next defector to go. Yeah. But I wonder if we got a heel turn coming for Brooks. Do you play Brooksy because he's won two U.S. Opens, or would you rather play Hideki Matsuyama who won the Masters last year? Yeah. Uh, and that's actually a tough call because Brooks Kepka actually has not played a lot of golf nope. lately. Uh, I think he last played four weeks ago, I believe. That's when uh, Justin Thomas won the PGA. So he has not played of late so you wonder if he's going to be a little bit rusty i know he said earlier at the masters this year that he's finally healthy but it's kind of like you know is he really going to say hey i'm not healthy but 
you know, on recent form, maybe a slight lean to Matsuyama, but I think that's basically a coin flip. And uh, Brooks Kepka always gets support in majors. And he I think should. when he drifts up to a certain price, when he gets up to like the 40s, yeah. or if he gets up somewhere around 50 to 1, you'll certainly see people come in on him. Yeah, and I, I played him at 40 to 1. Uh, I'll be curious to see where that number goes. And very quickly, if you're live golfers coming to Brookline next week, do you go full heel? And wear like NWO shirts that say live golf. You know what I mean? Just just embrace it and just say, all right, we're here. Bounce, bam, bam, they're, bam, they're gonna they're bam, gonna bam. they're gonna be testing the chowds up there in Boston, you know. <laughs> Maybe who, not who, the good fan base who, to roll who, up. Who might be a little bit surly depending on the result of this NBA finals and also the fact that Red Sox not playing quite up to capability. So uh that that's poking the bear, I guess, up there in Massachusetts. No question. And Wes, I'm right there with you. I, I wish this was not a thing, but now that it is a thing, I don't think the yeah. thing's going away anymore, so we can't ignore the elephant in the room. And that is live golf for sure. That's gonna be very interesting. When we come back. Let's break down some bad teams in the NFL that maybe you can make a profit on. We'll discuss. Come back with us right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos' picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here and this season takes it to a whole new level old school legends modern power players and ex-lovers are all competing in cape town south africa for the prize of three hundred thousand dollars and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast listen to mtv's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the Nikki Glazer Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glazer Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glazer Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glazer Podcast to start listening.